0: Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Liz Waller. She's one of the stars on BamFam, the new reality TV show premiering on Amazon Prime this January. The show follows the power couple, Jason and Liz Waller, as well as their four kids, Hannah, Kenzie, London, and Christian, as they rebuild their billion do- dollar empire all while dealing with the complex family dynamics, emotional struggles, and the relentless public scrutiny. Liz met Jason back in high school almost 28 years ago, and she has made a name for herself as well as an upcoming author, philanthropist, and a power mom. Thank you, and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. So that is a lot, first of all, like uh, you've got four kids, you're, you know, you're running a company with your husband, you're putting out a book, like you have all this stuff and then you're doing it on reality TV. So you're my first reality TV star. Uh, So I'm excited to have you. But tell me first, you know, how you got to where you are today and and why you chose to do it publicly with the world.
1: Yeah, so how we really got here is a little different. Um, My husband, we were doing solar for a long time um, and we did commercials. Well, he did commercials for his solar company and um, did a lot of podcasts. He did a a podcast of just kind of entrepreneurship and kind of helping people get to a better place in their business, um, struggles, other entrepreneurs um, that, you know, had built million dollar companies and sold them and different things. Um, And so one thing kind of led into another and and the business got bigger and we started doing um, NFL stadiums and that type of thing. He really branded himself very well. Um, So as he kind of got bigger, people were more and more intrigued and he kind of had like a whole like little like look about himself. He had like platinum blonde hair and he's the loud guy. And so, um, you know, he just caught people's attention because he was the different one. So, um, people would say, like, all the time being around us, they're like, How do you do that? And like, he's different when he comes home, like, he kind of checks himself out the door. Um, so yeah, it was, you know, one of those things, everybody was kind of intrigued by the family. So we were asked several times why he was still running solar. Hey, do you want to like do a reality show? And at the time it just wasn't the time he was trying to take the company public. Um, and then some things happened with the parts, you know, um, they just weren't working that we got from Generac. So the company ended up folding and it went fast. And so then our life was really being scrutinized and, um, in the public eye and different news articles and um, death threats and Facebook groups. And it was just a whole lot. So then, you know, we decided at that point, it's like, what do we have to lose? Let people understand who we really are and our family and our dynamic and that we're not something that people paint us to be, that we are actually good individuals. So that's kind of how we got into it this time of saying, you know what, let's do it.
0: (laughs) That's great. So you mentioned, you know, when you started to get your, you know, your business got a a following, right. And then you started, when it started collapsing, right. Everyone's always on your side cheering. It's kind of, you know, just everyday life people cheer you on, but then when you're falling, no one wants to be there to catch you. Um, So how did you deal with that? Because it's got, you know, it's hard when it comes from your family and friends, but it has to be so much harder when it's coming from strangers who have no idea who you are.
1: Yeah, that is the hardest part. Um, you know, people would tell me all the time, like, Liz, stop looking. And it's like, it's almost becomes addicting. You can't stop looking because it's hurting your soul so bad. And you're like, I'm not the person that they're painting us to be. Um, it's, it's almost like detrimental to your mental health. Um, You know, my kids would get bullied at school and friends that I had had for a long time looked at me with like a stink eye of like, you know, are you that person? No, we're not this person. Like the media only wants you to know what they want you to know. Um, And so it was really tough. A lot of dark days. Um, I already struggle with depression and anxiety. So when that started, the anxiety was unbearable um not eating, not sleeping, terrified someone was gonna come do something to our house because we had already had stuff done to us to our cars, to our home, um, harassment out in public, harassment online, stalking. Um, it just goes on and on so, My kids were nervous and I just would always tell them, I'm like, you know, just please try to make sure you're watching your surroundings and, and be careful. But they felt stressed out. My son would get so much anxiety. He would start to throw up and we'd have to go to the ER. And they, those were a lot of times last year. So it's hard uh, mentally to go through these things. And then people would say, well, now why do you want to do a reality show? And again, it goes back to, I refuse to let people steal my light. And I want to show my children, do not let bullies win. Stand up for what you believe in. No matter, you can go back at home and go behind your doors and you can cry and you can breathe hard and you can go to yoga and you go to therapy. You can do whatever you need, but don't let those people win. That is the biggest thing of of having accomplishments. Um, You know, and having self-worth because if you lay in bed, and you do nothing, then you're gonna feel like nothing. You're gonna get more depressed, you're gonna have more anxiety. Um, but that was several months of my life of having to talk myself off the ledge and say, you know what, I can do this. We do hard things. That's my biggest, that is like I need to have a shirt made. Um, that is my slogan for the year. Um, I say that a lot. I say we do hard things and we can do this. So um it was a it was a rough year, but you know, as the year has gone on, it has gotten better.
0: So okay. it's it's got to be hard when, you know, because, I you know, I have a depression, anxiety and, you know, I struggled with that and it impacted my kids. But but those were outside. There were no outside sources on top of yeah. that impacting my kids. So how did you how did you maintain that strength to be able to support yourself and get the help that you need while also trying to protect your kids and support them? What did you do maybe together as a family to, to make sure that that you elevated your mental health?
1: Yeah, so I have a very traumatic childhood. Um, So trauma is very like close to my heart. of It's very familiar. Um, you know, the biggest things I teach my kids is breathe. Take two minutes. Breathe. Breathing is your best friend. Going outside, walking in the grass barefoot, grounding yourself to the earth, Um, sitting by yourself in a room and just listening to your body. Where is my body feeling anxious? Where is my body feeling scared? And really talking to them and saying, you know, I understand how you feel, but we can get through this. Like, what are you feeling in your body that's making you so nervous? Let's talk about it. Let's talk through it. Let's talk reality. You know, what are the true facts? What is our truth? Um, Having lots of family dinners, like our family is super close. So family dinners are super important to us. We have a lot going on, but we always make time for each other. So we sit around, we laugh, we talk um, and just spend time with each other, put our phones away um, and just hang out and say, what did you do today? Like, how was your day? Um, You know, being involved in and even doing sports, we do sports. My son plays football a lot. So even going to those games, we go as a family and we sit and you forget about the world because that's just innocent time of and and memories. Memories are important. So we do take trips. Um, we try to do that a lot. Um, So, you know, the fundamental part of you know, getting back to basics, I feel like are super important just from having trauma in my own life. Um, But self-care is important as being a parent and being a leader. Um, You know, even if you're having a bad day, you know, your kids can't be like the dog that you kick. So you have to take care of yourself, whether that's an Epsom salt bath, you know, just walking around the neighborhood, going outside. My biggest love is I go outside barefoot. That's the Southern girl in me. Um, I love to walk in the grass and just be with nature and to just, you know, feel the grass in my toes and just really take that in. And, you know, um, prayer, a lot of prayer, too. And just, you know, and and friendship, I think, too, even if you've made a stranger, um, I talk a lot to strangers. I actually like strangers sometimes because you know, they don't know you. And it's just like, hi, how are you doing today? Like, oh, you look beautiful. I try to tell other women too, like, you look really great today. I hope you're having a good day. And it's just funny, like how people open up to you and they just make you feel good and you have conversation and it's innocent. So um, those are other ways that I think that I, I deal with, you know, depression
0: and anxiety. You're talking my t- kind of language, all the things that you do and, and also yeah. talking to strangers. I think it's really important. Even when I'm having a bad day, if I, if I go out of my comfort zone for the day yeah. and reach out and, and talk to a stranger and, and say something to make them smile, it changes my entire demeanor around yeah. as well. It just changes it my whole feelings for the day, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it is. It's crazy. I, I have a short story. I uh, was at the gas station just filling my car up. I never get gas. I hate gas. Um, and then I walked in the store and I kept feeling like this overwhelming feeling in my body of like, help this lady that's at the gas um, pump. You need to give her gas. I ignored it. Um, I go back to my car. I'm kind of fumbling in my car. She's still fumbling in hers. And I go, I walk up to the window. I go, please don't think I'm crazy. I'm crazy. But like, I have an overwhelming feeling like, you know, like God's speaking to me and saying that I need to help you today. Please don't be offended. I need to fill up your gas tank. And she started crying and she goes, I literally, literally have $8 in my account. I was trying to figure out how I was going to fill up my gas tank. So she's thanking me. And all I can do is thank her. I'm like, you don't understand. I am so glad that I met you today and that I could help you. You are the blessing to me. I know I'm a blessing to you, but you are, you are truly a blessing to me. So um it's crazy. It's just you gotta put yourself out there and do crazy things sometimes, like
0: offer (laughs) things. You know, I think when we are silent, um, people, you know, God does speak to us. I had a very, very similar experience just two weeks ago with uh an Uber driver and I bought her groceries and it was the same thing. She was crying, she has a young kid at home. And I don't know what it prompted, and I was having a a really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then you felt uh, great. Yeah. Then you're
1: just like, my day is so much better because you see the smile on someone else's face. And I love that feeling more than anything.
0: That's wonderful. So tell us about your book. Um, you it's it says upcoming author. So are you are do you have something yeah. coming out? And what prompted yeah. you to write a book?
1: So I have about 10 chapters in. I am a big procrastinator when it comes to finishing because um it is very um it's very dark and deep for me because I don't want it to be a, a very shallow book that I feel like some books are. Um when people talk about their childhood, sometimes people leave stuff out. And I have a dark childhood. My my dad went to prison when I was nine for 13 years and um I slept in a bathtub for about two years of my life. I was terrified to sleep in my room alone. Um, I, I have had so many traumatic things happen. I've, you know, I ran away from home all the time. I've tried to commit suicide several times. Um, You know, I've had an abortion when I was 15. I, I mean, I live with my grandmother um, because my mom, we just didn't see eye to eye and, um, you know, married, obviously my high school sweetheart. And we've had lots of troubles in our marriage because when, you know, when you meet someone young, you grow up together. You don't know what you're doing, even though you feel like, you know, all things when you're 18 years old, Um, you don't. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted it to be very raw and almost a little bit dark because I wanted people to know that. You don't have to have alcohol addictions. You don't have to have drug addictions, um, you know, to fix that pain. Like if you honestly go and you seek help, and I know it's not for everybody, um, to each is their own, um, but talking is the best medicine. Um, Talking to people, letting people know how you feel, being open and honest, not keeping feelings in just because you don't want to hurt others, um, and letting people know, like, you can make it. Like it's okay. Like everyone has dark days and um, you can make it out. And I've had a lot. I still struggle to this day with depression. Like I said, with anxiety, Um, I could be driving down the road and have a, a horrible panic attack. And at this point in my life, I understand what that is. But young children don't. They think they're dying. They feel like they're dying. They can't breathe. And maybe, you know, they don't have both parents or, you know, you have a single mom. Um, just trying to like, let everyone understand there's so many different angles to life and there's the kid's perspective. There's a, an adult perspective, you know, and helping understand those two kind of, you know, cause now I'm an adult and I'm I think back and I'm like, well, what would I have done if it was my child? Um, but it is, it's, it's a lot of, um, and it has some good times in there. I don't have all bad in my life <laughs> and I'm super grateful for my life. Um, but i'm also grateful for a lot of people that were in my life like my grandmother she saved my life so that's um great. you know I think, I think if i can share that with others i think that's a huge win for me and help one person just one person that would be great
0: you know you know we all we all say that right when we write books, cuz i i publish my memoirs as, uh, as well with yeah. a lot of abuse uh in my past and mm-hmm. It's amazing. I said the same thing. Like, I wasn't really sure who I was writing it for. But once I published it, like so many people came out and just started telling me about the skeletons in their closet and it just made it okay for them. And sorry, my dogs are wrestling. (laughs) They just decided to have a wrestling match. Um, That's life. Uh, So um, they so, uh, you know, so many people started coming out of the woodwork and now here it is, you know, four years later um, or five years later, and I've helped more than one person. And it's just it's yeah. so satisfying when when you put your story out there, because I'm sure somebody out here is listening to your story and something you said resonated yeah. with them. And it's so powerful just talking, like you said, you know, our stories are so important and are, you know, just talking about it um, is healing for, for us. It is. It is. And
1: it's, you know, and I think a lot of people that have been through trauma um, that helps heal your body, it heal, it, you know, you heal your soul by helping other people. Um And if you don't have tons of trauma, you just don't understand. And so I love helping people. It's like the best medicine for me. I could take so many antidepressants and I'm still not going to get the feeling that I get when I help others. Um, And I would love to like not really work and just help people, you know, have (laughs) a big foundation and like people just come and, you know, I, I have other loves in my life, um, even like the fentanyl like problem that we have in the U.S., um, my daughter actually got accidentally um, overdosed on fentanyl and and died oh for a couple minutes and came back. And so uh, my daughter now deals with tons of anxiety and and, and a mental health issue um, because that just happened this past summer. So I, I feel like I have many calls in my life. And um that's why when we do these podcasts and stuff, I talk about all of them. If I can just throw them in and I and we talk about it on the Bam Fam. And we talk about it's like real and raw, and it's super um, it's it's not comfortable, you know, and it's it's like very personal, and people will always say bad things, and that's okay. And like I tell my kids, you have to talk about all those feelings because again, there's a, a girl out there that some or a guy that have you know, something has happened to them and now they're struggling. You know, my daughter would struggle to go into the grocery store. She didn't want to touch the gas pump at the gas station. She was terrified, everything had fentanyl on it. Um, so now I have a whole new thing in our family where, you know, my daughter's afraid of everything. And so, you know, mental health is is very close to my heart. Um, you know, it's it's something that we don't talk about enough in the world. And that, you know, I think a lot of people get shamed. And so that was one of the things on the band fam. like I want people to know like it is okay to have mental illness. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to have anxiety. Like you're not weird. You know, it's normal. Especially after the pandemic, I think a lot of people struggle. And kids nowadays, social media, social bullying. There's so many things, and all of those things are close to my heart. So that's one of my hopes with having the show is that I can do so much more than just be a family that's just on TV and it's like, look what I have and look at, you know, my endorsements, and it's like, be like me. I don't want to be that way. I really want people to love us and understand us and understand what we do for a living. And we do um, have, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I flip homes as well, have four kids have two grandkids that you can do all these things. Um, it's not easy. But we can do them. Mm-hmm. And we can do them together. I more than happy to if people DM me, I will be your friend, I will listen, you need a person to talk to, I'm there. So I think that's my biggest thing with this, this um, show, I really want it to be more than just you know, your typical reality show of, you know, the makeup, the hair, all the things. I wanted to touch people's lives. And I want them to fall in love with our family and understand like we are, we are very normal. And, you know, we, it's a lot of hard work <laughs> where we are now. So um, that's, that's my goal. So.
0: I love it. And I like that you said normal because a lot of people that are struggling with mental health issues. They always think they're the only one even yeah. though they know the stats, right? Even though they know that people have addictions or abuse or yeah. you know whatever whatever the the mental health issue is, but they they still feel all alone no matter how many times they've heard somebody tell a story they feel all alone. So, I think yeah. you're doing a great thing. I'm excited you. that you're sharing all of this on your reality show. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to watching it. Um, I have Amazon Prime. I don't have a television, but I do have Amazon Prime. So I'm excited (laughs) that I will be able to watch it. And I think you're great. I love your energy. I love what you're doing in life. And you have a great, really great and healthy perspective. I think it's wonderful. Thank you. So where can where can people find you?
1: Um, my Instagram, I'm horrible at social media. It's, um, I actually need to look. It's Liz Waller 27, um, or the Bam fam. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, you know, banfam gets updated a lot daily. So you see a lot of interactions with our family, a lot of stories, that type of thing. I'm not a huge poster, <laughs> um, but I do, you know, pay attention to other things. If somebody were to DM me, just even like ask for help. I'm here. I look, um, but I'm just not a great, like, I don't put my stories out there. But Banfam for sure um, to check us out and follow us and ask questions, interact. We would love that. Um, different things they want to see or, or whatever. Um, We're always open to that. So yeah.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much. It's really great to have you. you here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. Bye bye.